Welcome to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, where today we're talking about taking the leap of faith. And more specifically, we're really going to be taking a deep dive into what it takes. What do you need to actually really be comfortable, at least as comfortable as possible, uh, with taking the leap of faith? And I think all of us that want to be successful in whatever field, whatever area in our lives, uh, it's going to require us to take some risks, so to speak. And I, I believe that there are certain things that are necessary that can really help us, you know, be as comfortable as possible when it comes to making those big decisions. Um, and so I got my guy, Gabe Smith of Legacy Financial here um, to have this conversation. I think you are perfect for this conversation just because you've taken some pretty big leaps of faith, yeah. you know, within this past year. So let's start off by just you telling the people the big leap of faith that you've taken um, and just kind of what helped you make that decision. Yeah, that's good. So um, as Trevon mentioned, um, started Legacy Financial Coaching. Uh, for me, that was something that I have been thinking and pondering about for years. And I was always scared to get into entrepreneurship. It's like, will I will I make it? You know, you, you, mm -hmm. you scroll on social media, you get kind of intimidated by the people that have oh, yeah. those 22,000 followers and you got, yeah. <laughs> you got three and it's like, right. you know, am yep. I doing this right? Um, so, so taking that leap and, and starting it. And I think for me, it's, it's the, um, it's knowing your purpose behind it and, okay. and why you want to do it. Um, and then also realizing like, why not? Um, why, why not take the risk? Why not take the chance? Like we have one life and this is the purpose that and the guy that's placed on my heart. So, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I, I like that. You know, I think rejection, you know, as you know, Rejection comes with entrepreneurship. It's kind of hand. That's it's kind of hand in hand. hand in hand for sure. No matter what, but sure. you know the success that you can have behind it, or or impacting people and helping people, at least for me in the financial journey, is worth any risk that is associated with me launching my own business. I love that. Well, first off, congratulations. Yeah, because most people don't have the courage, um, I would say, to start their own business. So shout out to you, and you've been killing it. Yeah, for real. It. Talk to me about because I, I want to dig into the point that you made yep. about. Starting your business was something that was kind of in your heart to do for a long time, but it wasn't until recently that you actually made the leap and you spoke about how, you know, understanding your purpose, understanding the purpose behind it. What happened or what was there a mental shift for you that led from because, again, your purpose was always there, right. right? Your your dream and goal of starting Legacy Financial was always there. So. How did purpose play a role into you actually taking the leap now? Right. Good. You know what so I'm I would say two things. Um, one, and I'm, you know, a plug, but going to the Dreamer Symposium was big for me. Yep, it yep. kind of helped me align my purpose with uh, strategic goal setting and how, how I could get there. But then more importantly, really, is having the support system. So my wife continued to push me to start Legacy, and we started it together. And so I think anybody thinking about starting a a whether it's entrepreneurship or whatever your goal is, um, having the support system is important. That's good. And so when my wife and I sat down, I'm like, I want to start this, but what if the what if? What if it fails? What if, you know, I don't get a client? What if, and then the list goes on. Yeah. She reminded me that it's not about whether you get 5, 10, 15, or 20,000 clients. It's about are you fulfilling your purpose and is the risk worth it? And so I think, yeah, Dreamer Symposium, most definitely, but sure. then also having that support system is important. Yeah. So. I think that's. I think what's really cool about that is, I notice a lot of people whenever they have that big goal in their heart, their first thought is, "What if it goes wrong?" Mm -hmm. 
And I think the first piece of at least what it takes to take that big leap is kind of switching your mindset and kind of pivoting that where it's like, well, what if it goes right? You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think your, your wife helped you with, with that. Shout out to Shanice. Yeah. Like in terms of, listen, it doesn't matter if you get one, two, 20 million clients. Like as long as you're operating within your purpose, like that's the success, yeah. you know? And I think even with that, to the point I was making before where it's like, why not rather than like, it's so easy to think about what's going to go wrong. And to your point earlier about you said, why not? Like we got one life. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's easy to just be like, well, I'm gonna just stay stuck, whatever. Where it's like, nah, what if this actually really works? Yeah. You know, what if this really works? And I think one of the key components of all of it, is that discovering of purpose and having that mentality, why not? But I also think self-confidence plays a role into it. You know, I think like having a, a level of self-confidence, I think that does come from your support system that's around you because sometimes you have to, let's say borrow. Sometimes you got to borrow that self-confidence yeah. from the people that are around you. How is How's your experience with that in yeah. terms of having to either rediscover your own self-confidence or at times even borrow the self-confidence to actually say this thing that has been on my heart to do for years let me actually do it yeah that's good so i am one of the most confident people you will ever meet that's a fact when i'm confident so when i say that it's like when my confidence is there like mm -hmm. when i feel driven and focused or oh, i'm i'm ready to go right but the borrowing comes in when i feel weak or when I feel, you know, insecure about something. That's when I need to borrow. And I say that's kind of a play on words, but I think many of us are confident and we we run when we're confident. Like we're ready to go when we're confident. But in the moments where we're not confident or we're tired or whatever the case may be, that's when it's important to borrow from that. Yeah. And just being the financial person I am, if you think about borrowing, you want to borrow some from something with a low interest rate. You don't want to borrow from somebody that's going. Wait to, a minute. You know what I mean? Like, wait a minute. You know, what <laughs> was, like, I don't want to borrow a twenty percent APR where you know, and that's where it's important. Who's in your support system? Who are yeah. you borrowing from? Because there's people that are going to weigh on you. You ask for a little bit of help, or not even not from a financial perspective, but just help me get to my next goal. Well, what is that going to cost me if you help me? Yeah, I know with my wife, like she's she's there she's rock that's solid a that's yeah. a zero percent interest rate like she got my back no matter what and that could happen to platonic friendships and relationships as well like i call trevon you're facts. there you know what i mean like regardless of what it is like you're, you're there i think i think what's so interesting about that do you think enough people have people in their lives that they can actually be like transparent like with their goals with no and i think the reason why is because for one people are inherently shelter to to show them their real selves mm -hmm. but then also a lot of people don't even want to be real with themselves so if i'm not real with me then i'm yeah, definitely not yeah. to be real with you because i don't That's even know but no i i don't um and until a couple of years ago even within my own marriage i had to take that leap and say i need to start being more transparent yeah, I need to start talking about the way I feel. Like yeah. I need, to, I need to talk about this. Like so, no, that's that's real. I think what helps a lot is just like you said, like that look in the mirror. Yeah, because that look in the mirror is humbling. Right. Oh my God, it's humbling. Right. But it really does make a difference when you think about the potential risks, um, potential big decisions that you have to make. Because ultimately, with with a lot of the decisions that we make, 
you know, most decisions, I should say, it's up to us about how it will turn out. You know what I mean? And like for you and your experience, it was starting a business. If for somebody else, it could be getting into a relationship. For somebody else, it could be, you know, a career change, whatever. Ultimately, with most decisions, most big decisions, it's up to you, mm-hmm. right? Like it's literally a situation of you get out what you put in. And I think because, like you said, most people aren't transparent with themselves about, you know, what they're willing to do, what they believe about themselves, what they think about themselves, whether that's positive, negative, whatever. Like, they kind of just go with the flow or they allow somebody else to dictate, you know, their identity and their purpose. Um, That that almost leaves them restricted, you know, in their ability. So that when, when it's time to actually take the leap of faith... The only thing that's left is like this feeling in their heart, like of, oh man, like that's this is my opportunity. I should do it. I should do it. I right. should do it. But because they've just allowed themselves to be bound up by all the other stuff, yeah. they don't take that leap. Yeah. You you talk about um inputs and outputs. Yes. And, that, yeah. You know, the the playbook is there for whatever you want to do. There's nothing, as the old folks said back in the day, and it still applies now, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. So you talk about relationships, like, there's a playbook for a healthy marriage. Like, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Um, But it's about what what you're willing to put out there, what you're willing to focus on, what are you willing to grow. Same thing with a business or whatever it is. It's like, you know, if I'm so bounded up in myself and I don't have the support system, I don't want to take the risk or whatever it is, like, all I have is myself to give. Yeah, and man, that's so good. And your your self motivation is—I heard it from um, a podcast I listened to. Like your self motivation is never going to be good enough. If Ooh. you only if you only act when you're motivated, yeah, you only take risk when you're motivated. Then what happens when that motivation wanes? Right. What happens when you know it's a it's a lonely two o'clock in the morning? You have to meet with a client at eight, and you haven't prepared, but you know you could do it without preparing. Yeah. You know, are you going to show up as your best self? Right. You know, that's so good. Do you know what you want to accomplish in the new year, whether it be personally or professionally? If you're trying to figure it out, I'm encouraging you to get your ticket to the Dreamer Symposium. This is going to be your space to get really clear on what you want to do, where you are, and you're going to leave with a practical success strategy. And there's going to be an accountability system for the entire year to make sure that you complete it so that way you elevate your life. All you have to do to get your ticket is go to dreamersymposium.com right now so you can register. I want you to be there because I want you to level up. I want you to go to the next level in your life. I want you to level up in your finances, level up in your personal life, level up in your professional life, level up your overall level of being. And you have to go to the Dreamer Symposium to do that. So go to dreamersymposium.com, get your ticket. Now let's get back to the episode. Yeah. Now, I think what's what's even great about that is it speaks to the importance of having people around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So talk talk a little bit about, because I'm a firm believer that all of us need three types of people in our lives. Okay. We need a success model, a collaborator, and an apprentice. Success model being somebody that we would love to trade places with or that we would love to learn from that is basically living our dream now. A collaborator, somebody that is on our same level. We're both pursuing goals, pursuing our dreams. Apprentice is basically somebody that is who we used to be that wants to be where we are. And... I think within that context, 
when people develop their ability to be transparent with themselves about, okay, you know, I actually need to be transparent about whatever, how I'm feeling or, you know, this is what I want to do. It'll also help when it comes to communicating with those people. Yeah. Right. So in your mind, what do, what do you think about that framework of just success model, collaborator, apprentice, and then just how that plays into helping someone take risks? Yeah. I love it. Um, I mean, if you, I'll break down each one for, in the way I kind of think about it. So a success model, it gives me something to shoot for. It gives me something to, it also keeps me humble. Like if I have a success model, they are above and beyond where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we do this thing, Trevon and I talked, and I'll, I'll say this, and we talked about watching podcasts or listening to podcasts and watching shows doing the same thing that we do. Yep. It can be hard because it's like, I know exactly what yeah. they're doing. I can do it better. <laughs> but truth of the matter is, yeah. they're doing it at a scale that's larger, so let me learn something. Yes. Right? Yes. A collaborator. Like, I need to work with somebody that is on my level so we can come up together mm-hmm. and not have the crab in the barrel mindset, and we can both work together to, to get up there. And then apprentice, uh, having an apprentice can help you stay grounded and understand, like, that is where I used to be. Yeah. And what would I give to have that relationship? If I'm looking back, if I don't have it now, like, right. and I didn't have it then, what would I do, you know? Right. And, and it creates an element of all three create different levels of flexibility in their own way, right? So if I have a success model and I have a certain business plan and it's not working or it could be working better, then I need to be able to look and say, okay, I can take that advice. Yeah. Collaborator, you know, what are you doing at this level? Like, how can we work together? An apprentice, okay, even though I'm pouring into them, by me pouring into them, I'm really testing myself and say, is it working? Yeah. Know? No, I think that's true. I think one of the greatest things, and I've talked about this on this podcast before, like, especially on the collaborators part, because I'm, I'm, I am a big advocate for healthy competition. Yeah. And so when it comes to, taking big leaps if the people that are around me in that are on the same level as me we're all going for certain goals we're all working to be successful and i see you know one month my friend is doing this amazing thing the next week my friend is talking about he's doing this amazing thing and everyone else is just doing amazing stuff and i don't have an update that to me gives me the and it's not motivation, but it gives me the urgency to make something happen. And not like make something happen in terms of just like fake energy type, but like, yeah. you know, because all of us have opportunity presented in front of us. It's just a matter of are we going to take advantage of it. So it's like when it comes to the big opportunities that may be in front of me, if I know that, okay, if, you know, my success model were in my position, they would take the leap. If I if I know that the other people that, that are in my circle my the collaborators in my life if they were in this position they would take the lead if my apprentices that i talked to about all the stuff that i wish i knew back when i was in their position if they were where i'm at they would take the lead that it's kind of like it, it, it for me it ta- it leaves me in a position of well i better take this leap all right you know what i'm saying as opposed to like doing the tiptoe like oh no like i just i just don't know but it's like, no, nah, if the people that you're, the person, at least from a success model standpoint, if they would do it, why aren't you? If the people that are around you that are looking to be successful in the same way that you're looking to be successful, not necessarily in the same place, but in the same way, they would do it. And if the people that are behind you would do it, there's really nothing to think about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, and I think what also helps 
with just someone making uh, a big leap is kind of just playing a best case, worst case scenario game because, you know, a lot of people say like the cliche, like, you know, uh, every failure is is a lesson. Is a layer. Right? And I think it honestly is true, you know, because let's say you take the leap and it doesn't go your way. At the end of the day, you learned what not to do, right? Like you, you're, there's there's aspects from that decision that you can look back on and be like, you know what? That probably was why it didn't go the way it should have. Right. And you're and you're giving yourself information to recalibrate and do it again, you know. Right. But it does take courage. It takes confidence to look at the situation and be like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna have to do this myself. I'm gonna have to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that, let me, let me ask you this. With your big leap, right? Mm-hmm. And your leap is, it's a big one just because you started a business. How do you navigate? Let me ask you like this. Are there any regrets since you've taken the big leap? Yes. And I'll give you the cliche, but it's true. I wish I would have leaped earlier. Mm. Um, Not from a standpoint of I'm knocking it out with hundreds of clients and all that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get it twisted. But I wish I would have took the leap earlier because it's really not as scary as it seems to be. Like, there's lessons to be learned. There's things I'm like, oh, I should have done this when I launched. And But when you walk into what God has called you to do, you feel a comfort with that. Yeah. You, you keep pressing forward. So it's like, yeah, I just wish I would have done it earlier. Um, I wish I would have trusted my purpose earlier. Um, but no, I don't have a regret from the standpoint of not doing it. No, yeah. most definitely not. Yeah. I, I think, and I, I love the way you answered that, bro. Like, I love the way you answered that because two things. Number one, well, I'll go with the smaller point, then I'll take the bigger point. The smaller point was that you said you trusted your purpose. Yeah. I think that is like so profound of like really trusting it because it's kind of like a you know how with people with knowledge, like how you can know a thing, but if you don't apply it, it's worthless. Yep. Like the same thing is true with your purpose. Like oh, if good, you don't, bro. if you don't good. know your purpose, but you're not yeah. applying it, like what good is it? Right. You know? So it's like you do us as humans, we do need to trust our purpose. Right. And we've talked plenty about how like, you know, your purpose should be pursued and you should really like just try at it. Right. Whatever that means, but really trust in whatever you believe your purpose is, whatever you find that you're good at whatever you find that makes you feel really good, just trust it, right? Like that will help immensely when you think about the big risk decisions, the big leaps of faith that are presented in front of you. But I also think, and and this is kind of going the more spiritual route, but I think it's very important. It's like, if God called you to it, that there should be a period there. You know what I mean? Or it's like, if God called you to do something, that's then like you should know that that calling that that promise comes with protection like you should know that god would not call you to this thing only to let you fail like that's that's not even in the nature of god you know and i think if more people lean on those two pillars yeah right and i think even even if and those are honestly even good ways to we'll say filter out the leaps of faith, the mm-hmm. right ones and the wrong ones. Right. Because if you can't say with confidence, yes, this is a leap of faith, but God told me to do it. If you can't say that, then you probably should say no. Right. 
But if you can look at your leap of faith decision, your big decision that you're looking to make, and you know in your heart of hearts, God is calling me to that, then you should do it. Yeah. Just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, God would not call you to it. All right. You're an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're, a form, we're former athletes, but yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. athletes. When, when you are doing track and you're doing the long jump, just the way I see a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. You're jumping into the sand. Yeah. Like, God is my sand. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when I take the leap of faith, it's not like I'm jumping and there is no landing point. Like, there's nowhere for me to land comfortably. Now, mm-hmm. there's different marks of where I need to be in the sand. Like, I want to be, whether it's right. 10 foot, 11, 12, whatever, mm-hmm. wherever I am. But so, I, but I'm in the sand. Yeah. So, God creates that parameter for the sand for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's where I'm going. Um, and then one thing that I've been really thinking on the setting with and, and Giannis said it after they oh. lost, mm-hmm. you know, like what is, you know, what is failure? Like what, is, what, what is yeah. failure? What you is know, really? like, I mean, if, if I'm moving to where God has called me to be and I'm taking that leap into the sand, it's not really a failure. If I, if I, if I don't get where I want to go the first time, it's just another opportunity for me to improve. Yeah. And, and you know what? And I think what's, what's so great about what you just said is I, f- I believe our goal should just simply be to be in position for God to use us. Yep. Like okay. whatever that means. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us, we want different levels of influence, platform, money, all that different type of stuff, which is awesome. But dog, give me, my goal is to be where God wants me to be. Okay. Right. As long as I'm where God wants me to be. Oh, I'll be, I'll be fine. Right. Like at that point, And again, that's not to say like I ignore my emotions or I internalize or none of that type of stuff, but like I'm still a human. But at the end of the day, like I want to be where God calls me to be. Right. And I talk about that at the symposium. I talk about that just in general with people where it's like, bro, the faster you get in position, the faster God will use you. If you're looking for accountability, you need to check out the Dream Society. For $20 a month, you can join a community that will give you the support that you need and the accountability that you need to hit your goals every single week. And for $20 a month, it is the best investment that you will ever make in yourself. So I want you to go to dreamsociety.info right now to join, and let's get back to the episode. And more than likely, your best place is nothing compared to God's best place right. for you. You know what I mean? And again, I think it just all boils down to, again, just like when somebody's dealing with a big risk decision or a leap of faith, so to speak, it's like you just have to be able to answer those questions of, okay, where is this big decision coming from, right? Like, is this is this actually pressured from my own ambitions or is this like something deeper than that like should do i feel like i should be doing that thing right or in that position or trying this right you know and i think if you and again it's like once you take that leap there is no going back yeah which is a good thing like there's so many benefits to that you know what i mean like it's freedom in that yeah there's oh my god there's so much freedom in that bro and i think if you use the 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 long jump analogy once you jump in the sand you don't jump back on the platform. Like you don't right. jump back. Facts. You 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 reach your mark and then you continue to progress with the next jump. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, there's there's freedom. There's freedom in that, man. There's there's so much. 
And to your point about competition, I think we live in a culture now in which competition is like everybody gets a trophy huh. and, and participation, which is which is that's not. I disagree I with it. it. I disagree you know, with it. I, but forget that participation it, it is stuff. Competition. Yeah. You know, it is. You know, if you and I are training for an event, like part of the reason why you train with other people is because it pushes you farther. Right. Like any personal trainer is there because they are training you and they're pushing you. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, we can continue to, you know, take the leap of faith, set up the boundaries in which you have, you know, your successor, you have your uh, collaborator, you have your apprentice, you have mm -hmm. those three. Yeah. And you move forward. So, yeah. I think even, and this is somewhat to pivot, but it's kind of along the same lines of, yeah, of course. what people need, just in a practical sense when it comes to taking that big leap, is information. Mm -hmm. I think, I believe information plays a huge role in someone's ability to take a big leap of faith, you know, because oftentimes people don't make the decision that they know would help them just because they don't have enough information. You know what I mean? Like my guess is before you started your business, you probably got some more information yeah. that helped in your decision. You know what I mean? Yep. And not enough people actually take the time to Go get the information, whatever that is, whatever that information is, right? It doesn't necessarily, it can be information about self. It can be information about the actual area, yeah. you know, whatever. But um, talk talk about that, just like the importance of information. Yeah, it's, it's super important. So, yeah, I did I did tons of research on financial coaching, um, read a couple of books. Um, reach out to me. We can talk about it. Uh, but For sure. I think the idea is that you don't want anybody operating on you without the rep without the requisite knowledge. So when you go to a doctor for whatever it is, like I don't want to go to a dentist who is a doctor to fix my knee. Facts. You know what I mean? Like you That's can facts. be great in that craft, but I don't so it needs to be a certain expertise. And why not give your best if you go for it, whether it's your business, your nine to five, whatever it is, like you need to be an expert in that field and always learning and always evolving because information changes. Yeah. Like you talked to a financial coach 30 years ago. They have no oh, idea yeah. about chat GPT. It's, yeah, it's a whole like, you know different I mean? game like, now. You know, if you stay yeah. there, I was talking to my my barber, shout out to Ant. Um, and I was like, the barber you are now is a lot different than it was 20 years ago. Right. You were a good barber then, you're a good barber now, but clippers have changed, styles have changed, yeah. you know, the way people want their 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 price has changed. Facts. You know what I mean? Okay. So I remember Man, I used to haircut. It was like dog, that's you know? a whole different episode. <laughs> yeah. The price but, on haircuts. Yeah, the, dog. The, the whole point is like we evolve and so it's important right. before you take any leap of faith to get all the information and then continue to get the information. Right. That's good. And I think everyone needs to have a system of information gathering. Yeah. Like there should always be in some way, shape, or form, you are gathering more information about your craft. And it'll help you because you know, when you get more information, it helps with your ability, yep. you know, helps with your capacity. Um, you know, truthfully. When you get more information, the things that you might view as, you know, big risk, leap of faith type decisions, they just become normal because you have more information. Right. You know what I mean? And I think even in combination with the information piece is the skills, right? Like when you get certain skills, when you develop the right skills, it's not really leaps of faith anymore. You, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like, again, you're, you're rising to the occasion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, I talk about this too, where it's like, there's a, there's a healthy balance between what you believe in yourself back to just 
to the beginning of our conversation, we talked about confidence. But when you add confidence plus skill, oh my gosh. It's crazy. Like you go to a whole different level. Because one of the things that I firmly believe is, you know, we don't, you're never going to rise to the occasion. You're only going to fall to your level of belief. And so if you can believe in yourself when it comes to big decisions, and you also believe in yourself to the point where you know, okay, if there's a skill I need to acquire, I'm going to acquire it. If there's information I need to get, I'm going to do the research. And if you stay in that lane, to your point about just being a continuous learner, yeah. right? Always being a student, you basically, again, you become unstoppable. Yeah. Like literally. Right. You know? And and I, I see it with my kids. I have a daughter, Hanaya. We have a daughter, Hanaya, and a son, Gabriel. And I plays a viola. Gabriel plays baseball. Mm -hmm. I've seen them both rise in their level and their expertise. Yeah. And when they first started, both of them were terrified of what that would look like. I won't be good at the viola. Gabriel couldn't hit a baseball at yeah. all. You know? And now my guy is nice. Now he's nice. Now he's but nice. it took the level of consistency. It took the commitment. It took that. And I, I, as we get older, I think we lose that be honest with you because nobody's yeah. i'm forcing my kids to be the best they can be in what they chose to be passionate about right when right you get, when you get grown yeah you just like Duh. that force is gone on to the next thing <laughs> right right <laughs> all day can't nobody tell me nothing i'm right. moving on right right <laughs> now nah, i think that that's real i think again it just speaks to the importance of people around us yeah you know there's like all of us need people that are pushing us and and forcing us to be consistent right. towards the things that we said that we're going to do. Because if you have a goal, whatever your goal is, you're going to be faced with some leap of faith type decision. Yeah. 100%. I, I don't care how big the goal is, how small the goal is, you are going to have to literally look at that cliff and say, I got to jump. Yep. Oh, you know? and you know, um, sports, easy. Um, I'm a LeBron fan. Shout when out to LeBron when they beat the when they beat the Warriors, and Kyrie Irving had to hit that game winning shot. Man, that was cold. He's practiced. It was cold. Ooh, it was cold. Cold. Jersey. It, Shout out to Jersey. He he practiced that shot. Who knows how many times right. he's been playing basketball for? Who knows how many years at that point? Right. But that was his leap of faith. He had to make that shot and sh mm -hmm. forget making it. He had to shoot that shot. Yeah. To win a championship. And, and two, e even to that point, you can't wait around with your big decision. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I think what, what happens too, there's probably like other people that fall in this category of, you know, they just kind of like sweep their big decision under the rug right. and just pray it goes away at some point. Like, it's not ever going to go away. Like, that feeling you have in your heart to get started, that feeling you have in your heart to to just do it, whatever it is, yeah. that's not going to go away. So you better either do it or just put it to bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, and I think there's, and there's, a, there's a healthy pressure there because I know there are definitely decisions that I've made within business and just life that came from just my inability to just wait. You know what I mean? Like I like I couldn't just push it off anymore. A decision needed to be made. Right. You know? And there's a there's a healthy level of decision making there. 
You know, like I know that myself as a decision maker has improved because I've been in those types of situations where it's like, okay, if I have to make a split second decision on a major big thing, all right, here's how we're going to do it. Right. Right. And that came from, I mean, at the time for me, it was waiting, but for anyone that's listening, you can't wait around. You got to just literally look your big decision in the face, evaluate all the information that's important, understand and evaluate who you are in that process in terms of your belief in yourself, assess who's around you that's actually like, you know, pushing you and also considering like basically counseling you, you know, on that decision, depending on whatever that is, and then just doing it. Yeah. You know, and then just doing it. Yeah. So. It's good. It's good. Because time is, time is ticking. Talk about it. You know. Talk yeah, about to it. To that point with the basketball analogy, if if Kyrie would have just waited to shoot, I mean, the shot clock runs out. Mm-hmm. And they lose. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they lose. Simple as that. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, I think, I think that's, that's such a great analogy. Yeah. Like, because literally, man, if, if the pandemic and literally like the last three years taught us nothing, time goes just like that. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it shouldn't be wasted. So like, if anybody is listening and you are thinking about something big, considering something big, evaluate and be transparent with the people that are around you, evaluate your confidence with the situation, and then just make the decision. And also, we talked about this, filter it with, is this what God is calling me to? And is this where my purpose lives? And if if both of those are yes, then it's not a big risk. It's just the decision you're supposed to make. Just do it. So that was really good. That was, that was super you. helpful, man. I appreciate you. No. Um, so hope that you got value out of this conversation. Um, definitely be sure to, if you haven't, check out the Dreamer Symposium. You've heard me talk about that a bunch. You know Gabe's uh, experience with the symposiums. Absolutely amazing. I'm super thankful. So he's actually going to be in the building. He's actually going to be sharing some very practical tips that will help us finance our dream um, in the new year. So definitely want to be in the building for that. Um, so you can go to dreamersymposium.com to get your tickets. I look forward to seeing you there. Washington, D.C., December 16th. Um, but always remember your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. We'll see you guys next week.